Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. I told you we'd have a new intro. <laughs> <laughs> I slid that one in. It's it's not technically new. Have we ever used it before? I don't know if we've ever used it before. I don't think we have. Because well, so I, it's new to everyone else. I, what did we make that for? So originally we like I was just it Minecraft. I, it was no. either the, it wasn't. Like, we had I a had Minecraft it. one. I built it because like, I I had a bunch of like uh, eight bit samples or sixteen bit samples and stuff yeah. like that. And I was like, ah, oh, let me see if I can recreate our uh, our stand target drum thing. That's pretty awesome. With a bunch of weird samples. Yeah. And uh, so I did. And that was it. So <laughs> we should uh, we should just keep that rolling for a while. Okay, okay, through through at least January. Yeah, the intro or the outro the can year. be the can be the old one. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. The uh, the new year, you know. Unless you already have it queued up for intro. the outro. No, too. I don't have it already queued up. Awesome, that works. Yeah, so we're out. good. It's perfect, Chris. I love it. It's great. That's fantastic. You are listening to uh, a song by Big Gigantic. This is uh, mm. last year we we started. I guess we picked an album. Uh, our favorite, like album of uh, of 2016 yes. our pick. We had a collective album last right. year. Right. And so this one this time we have two different separate ones. This one's mine. Yeah. Um and I would say like of as far as like all the music that's out there it's like sure are there songs that I've attached to? Yeah, yeah, but as far as like as an overall album, yeah. um Big Gigantic's album Brighter Future uh definitely was like the the album of the year. It came out early enough in the year to where it was just like oh man, all summer mm-hmm. and into the fall and it's like now every time I hear it I jam. So it's you know, it's 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 definitely my my pick. Some cool what, stuff what song is this? Uh, this is uh, Come On. Awesome. Awesome, dude. Uh, we, we saw them We saw them in concert uh, for, your, for your birthday. That's right, dude. And in fact, like, that's, that, there's, a, there's a funny thing about both of our, of our picks, so we'll dis- discover that later whenever you talk about mm, yours. Okay. All right. Interesting. So, John, it's 2017. It's 2017. First of all, I want to apologize to everyone because I forgot to post last week's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> It went up literally two days ago. <laughs> um, so if you want to know about Assassin's Creed, our thoughts so on the Assassin's Creed this movie. This is the thing. I was even like talking to people about it like they had listened to it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't like. They were probably very confused. Probably. They were probably just like, what? Do you guys? You, I don't, Chris referenced some other conversation and I don't even know. You know, that's the other thing is like, I, I just assume like whenever I talk to people and that I know listen to the podcast, right, even, have listened I to just it. assume that they, they I, like I, it's, it's, it's a toss up, like a, a toy, coin flip where it's like, do I assume that they've listened to it or do I assume that they just haven't listened to it at all? I was just asking. Like, yeah, yeah, have you listened to the podcast? If it occurs to me, or I, I ask, say, but usually I just go for it. I was, you know? Or I'll say, you know how like, okay, so if you're with someone else, so say we have a conversation. Okay? Yeah. And then we go downstairs and we talk to Catherine and we start saying like, and I'll be like, oh, well, I was just telling John that blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Right. So it doesn't start launching into a new conversation and like, right. and it, you know, that's kind of weird. You know, so like what I'll do is a lot of times in conversation, I'll be like, well, on the podcast, I talked about blah, 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 blah. Right. And you do like a short summary of the podcast oh, like of, of your thoughts on, on whatever it is. No, I'll just, I'll just launch into the full th- thoughts. Oh, the whole thing. But like just in case they, yep. they listen, they can say, well, I heard that. Or someone else around me can be like, oh, I don't have to pay attention to you right now. Exactly. Like if, they, if, if somebody in the room is listening, they're like, ah, I'm just going to go back to reading yeah. my because I heard my, the podcast and book. I thought you were wrong. <laughs> exactly. That that sometimes is what happens. So what have you been up to this week? Um. So this week, being the the new year, we were uh, and being sick over Christmas, like the 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 weekend of New Year's Eve and New Year's was very hectic, very mm-hmm. busy because we mm-hmm. went up and uh, and and did Christmas with the family and stuff yeah. like that, and then we came down. 
and had a had a great time on New Year's Eve um, here at the house, and mm-hmm. uh, that was super awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than that, like I guess the last day, the day uh, I thought I'd missed it with the the Destiny the Awakening thing had like. Uh, gone away or the dawning i think it was called the yeah, dawning yeah um it had gone like away but then i was like wait a second i've got one more night and so i i had like two things left to do in that and so i did those really quickly um and played a bunch of rocket league after mm. that but other than that like not a ton man it's just been a it's just been a hectic week we're about to leave to go down to um orlando to run the walt disney world uh, i'm running the walt disney world half Catherine's running the walt disney world full marathon nice um so that'll be fun it'll be a good time that's awesome it's just been a wild week how about you man uh, so I've been up to a lot, actually. Um, what was funny was I didn't get to what I wanted to get to in terms of like the, my gaming mm. over the break until like after until like late, late last week. Yeah, that's right. Even like last time when we recorded the podcast, um, yeah. which you can listen to, you know, <laughs> as of a couple of days ago. But like you hadn't played a ton. You right. know, you you had still uh, still had quite a few things on the checklist. Right. So I, I played some games. I'll talk about them later. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Uh, We're just teasing stuff in this. Opening a lot section. of games. I, I uh, um, watched uh, a couple of movies. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow was the one that like stands out. Like I finally watched Edge of Tomorrow. Um, what, that was what, really good. Didn't they rebrand that completely after it released on Blu-ray or whatever? Well, it was like it, Live Die Repeat is right on the cover. And that's it on has the cover, but then on the on the spine where it actually says. It says the edge of tomorrow. So like strange, man. It's still the name. I don't know. It's yeah, it's weird. It's uh, like they couldn't figure out how to market this thing, like even up until it was released well, and I on get Blu-ray. It because whenever I watched it, it did, like I'm like, man, none of the trailers indicated that this was gonna happen. Mm. So I don't know. They they should have done a more uh, like because this is the thing. The original like like the conceit behind it, like, happens within the first, you know, maybe fifteen minutes at the latest yeah. of the movie. So it's like you might as well just set it up. And say he's gonna start repeating the same day over again, right? And like I didn't really realize that that's what was gonna happen until it came out on Blu-ray, and I was watching like the the, the trailers, like buy it on Blu-ray today, but, you but, know. But maybe they were like, <laughs> maybe they thought it would be like too close to Groundhog Day or something like that. But the thing is, they do it in such an original way. So like Groundhog Day, you see him live, live a day, then you see him live the next day, right? And then you see him live the next day. This one, like the way that they edit it and cut it, and uh, like. You know, he'll he'll go one day, then he'll die, and he'll like then he'll jump to literally the next point where he figured out like, well, I don't do that, and then like goes oh, keeps so going it, like, on. Branches, like yeah, so it's yeah, like it's, oh, you just rewind like basically four seconds or well, something. Well, like he's that. living it, but like you're only seeing the four seconds, right? You know? So like yeah, like and so like it's not done That's in a nice. boring way. It's very very cool, like That's very good. very fast. Um, yeah, because like the days, like the ones that uh, that repeat, like Groundhog Day, like you said, it was a very original thought at the time, but like the, the ones that have done that since, or in um, even what was the one. A few years ago, where like it was the same uh, like crime that was happening, but you saw it from like four different perspectives, and basically the movie was a fifteen minute crime, and you just watch it like five times. Oh, I don't, oh it was wait, so wait, wait. so was strange. It, was it like a like a political thriller? Yeah, it was like it was somebody was trying to assassinate the president or yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, um, and uh, and we that? saw it from Dennis Quaid's point of view, yeah. and you saw it from like a bunch of other I people. About that. Like, and it was such a weird, weird <laughs> a way weird to do it because I was like, it was by the fourth or fifth time, I'm like, I'm bored. Yeah, I'm done. You know, I'm, I'm like, I I don't think I figured it out. I don't think I care anymore. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's so, such an original way to do so, it. Man. So it was really good. It's based on a book from I don't know, I forget when, um, and so like, which is also which is based on something else, I believe. And so it's it's funny, like, just these ideas just like get regurgitated in different ways. But yeah. it was a really good movie. That's cool. Um, I also finally watched 
10 Cloverfield Lane. Ah, we reviewed that. Uh, I reviewed that. You had to uh, to go out of town unexpectedly. Yeah. And uh, and we had uh, Aaron fill in, and we had, uh, I think, a Fultron fill in. Yep. So, yeah. so I need to go back and listen to that podcast. That'll be an interesting experience for you, I'm that sure. That was an amazing movie. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. I, 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 whenever I think back, in fact, like whenever we go into our main topic this, this week, which is like, like looking at 2016, you know, and, and, uh, and all the entertainment that we, that we experienced, that's on my list of like things, you know. What did you rate that movie? Um, uh, I I think we rated it a eight, but I would, thinking back now, I probably rated an 8.5, like 8.5 and that, that range. Cause like I enjoyed it. I like, I think about it a lot more now. Than uh, than a lot of the other movies that we did see this yeah. year. So yeah, so it was a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. like spoilers for Tim Cloverfield Lane. Ooh. So I really liked um, how they. So you don't think it's going to go to this ridiculous level. So like at first you're like, okay, um, no, nothing's going on. Yeah, he's totally just kidnapped her. Yeah, this is and just I'll, you know. And like, okay, well maybe. And then you find out, well, you know, no, something's happened. But then you also find out, yeah, he did kind of like he is crazy, and he did kind of like uh, kidnap her. It like, like pulls the rug out from under you like twice. Yeah, and th- well, then you know, then it goes back to um, so he's the entire time you're thinking like, oh, this is just a chemical attack. This is some kind of like army that's invaded, and he that's keeps right. saying something. They keep referencing aliens, and you're like, ah, this guy's insane. Yeah, this but this dude, this dude's this dude's a conspiracy and then you theorist. Get out crazy there, man. and it's like it is aliens. You're like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I didn't expect that either. Right. Right. So, um, the, this is the the thing I was thinking about afterwards. I, like whenever I watch this movie, there's one shot specifically that I'm kind of like. To me, this tells the story of this movie. I think, and I don't really, haven't really done much re- uh, research other than I know that whenever they shot it, and almost up till release, it was not named Clover- Cloverfield Lane. Right. It was I mean, I, something completely different. I think it was like a month or so before it came out that it that was like. It changed. Was, well, it was like leaked t- that it was a Cloverfield was movie. That's right. And then they changed the, the name. And I think the studio probably made them change the name to be able to market it better because they have that shot of the of the um, mailbox at the end where it says 10 Cloverfield. I totally think that this is just supposed to be a movie that came out. Yeah. And then that was like all of a sudden a reveal, another reveal at the end. Because think about like, if okay, you get the, the twists. You know, like he did kidnap him and then it is aliens and then it says Cloverfield. And like, right. Like how, how mind-blowing would that have been if you didn't know it was Cloverfield going into it? Right. But also like would, would I don't think we would have reviewed it. Like that's the thing. Like True. people like us probably wouldn't have seen it True. on opening weekend. Agreed. You know. Like yeah, I, I agree. I'm just I just think like man, if I'm JJ, I, I don't care. I know. You know, I mean, you do I, it for art's sake. Because what would have happened It'll be was a slow burn. People would go see it, then all of a sudden, like yeah. it'd start spreading like wildfire. This is a Cloverfield movie, right? You gotta go see it. It's like there's a moment in there. Like if you went into this not expecting it to be that, like it's JJ Abrams, it totally jumps the shark at one moment, and then you realize at the end where it's like, oh my goodness, it is. And so yeah, yeah, I think I think that would have been like such a such a hard hitting like just dropping it on you. Yeah, mm, but like mm. I loved the sci-fi elements yeah. in it, and like I honestly, um, I think that's like one of my favorite moments actually. Um, in it is is whenever you come out and you realize, oh wait. It is, it is all true. It, it is aliens. <laughs> this guy wasn't insane, um, even though he was. Well, you know, I mean, he's, he's very ins- well. He very well might have been. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. What is the what is the phrase? Like a broken clock is right twice a day. You yeah, know? yeah. So it's like, mm, right. For sure, aliens well, enough. The th- well, the thing was, like, he knew what he was talking about because he was saying, you know, like they they uh, the transmissions they were receiving. That's right. You know, seeing like he's like these are you know aliens from Mars. He kept saying or whatever. 
Um, I even love the man the ending shot with like her driving away into yep. the uh, the clouds and then the lightning and you see the big huge ship there. You're like, yep. oh my goodness, making the choice. Yeah. So well, supposedly, yeah. Supposedly this year there is a uh, there's another uh, Cloverfield movie that's going to be coming out. Um, I, haven't, I haven't heard of this. It's like an untitled Cloverfield movie um, that is supposedly supposedly uh, going to be released sometime Who said either this? this year or next year. Um, I don't know where it's at in production. Um, I was reading about it in 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 the uh, the list of movies that are coming out in 2017 or like slated for release in 2017. And there's quote by, untitled by Cloverfield movie. Oh yeah, anthology movie. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, so interesting. Uh, we'll see if that like material. It's in, it's in post production. Right. I mean, uh, nobody knows anything about it, and so true true to J.J. Abrams' secretive form. Did he produce it? I think he produced it. Uh, he might have even. Um, no, he didn't. He didn't direct. He didn't it. direct it. Okay. Huh. Interesting, right? So I'm very intrigued. We'll see about whenever that hits, and we'll review it on the podcast if we know what movie it is. It says it's expected October 27th, 2017. That's going to be awesome, man. I'm excited about that. Yeah. This has a huge cast compared to the one. Well, okay. No, not a huge cast. It's still a pretty small cast. Yeah. But Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, dude. That's uh, that's awesome. Is that all you've been up to this week, though? Yes. That's well, it? I mean, other, I mean, I don't know. We, that's all I need to talk about. Okay, so we're gonna be running down all of 2016, including some 10 Cloverfield Lane mentions uh, in a little bit. But first, the pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, Chris. Yeah. What is your pick of the week? My pick of the week is a game that came out for the. Uh, PS3, 360. Was it on the PS3? I don't know if it was on the PS3. My, I think it was... Uh, Let me look. I mean, I know this is like whenever uh, Xbox uh, Live Arcade was like still a thing. Was it, it was, an arcade like game? Like a... Uh, what, was, what do they always call them? Like Summer of Arcade or summer whatever? Summer of Arcade, I don't yeah. know if it was a Summer of Arcade game specifically, but I remember it was part of a, of a push like it's that. It's an iOS game as well. I've talked about it before. It's yeah. The Cave. Uh, it's out right now. Like It's free if you are a games or a Xbox Live Gold subscriber it's free right now with on games for gold it's for the 360 but it's backwards compatible you can, you can play it on your xbox one fantastic game yeah one of my favorite games of uh, i guess that was last no not last two years ago three years ago three i mean it's been three years since the new consoles came out so it's at least that yeah, you know what's crazy is i was like applying for tsap pre-check today yep and they're like how long have you have you lived in your current address for more than five years and i was like the answer, as a matter is, of fact, I have. The answer is yes. That's weird. Yeah, you know, you're just like, ah, that doesn't seem like that long. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think, I think back, um, five years ago. I mean, like, it just doesn't seem like that long ago anymore. And it's like seven years ago doesn't seem like that long ago. Ten years ago doesn't even really seem like that long ago. Like 20, 2007, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like, on. It's on PS3. It's interesting, man. Interesting. But it's free right now on Xbox. Free. That's why it's my pick of the week. So, like, if you haven't played it, go pick it up. You have no excuse not to. It's a puzzle platformer. The idea is um, you pick three out of, I believe there's one, two, I think there's ten uh, characters. Yep. You pick three um, out of those ten, and you play through this game and try to complete it. And each character, 
there's like branching storylines. Like each character has different parts of the cave that they're the ones who have to like do something in there in order for you to escape. And in order to fully get the entire story of the game, you have to play through it with all the characters. So what you do is you play it through. Like do the combos, like different combos. uh Yeah. So like, well, not necessarily different combos, but I mean, you end up doing that where it's like, well, you can do these three and then these three, and then you need to play with two, maybe your two favorites out of those. And then the other one that you didn't do. Yep. And, uh, it's really fun. It's I mean I hundred percent of the game. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, the puzzles are not that hard. I would like the if you're gonna play it, definitely play it on a console. The iOS version is a little janky. Like it's all touch, like you touch to to jump and to run and all mm, that kind of stuff. And it that's always hard. It, well, this doesn't with this game specifically. Like yeah, that's fine. You know, and things that were made for that. Yeah, but like this, Mario Run. Exactly. But this is, is a little, like, uh, laggy sometimes. Mm. And so, like, you kind of miss some of the jumps. Um, Isn't there, like, like so if you play it on console, and since it's free this month, like, you know, if you have Xbox Live, go ahead and do it. But, it, it, like, wasn't there, like, a co-op? Like, didn't you and I play it for the first session together? Or was I just there and, like, we traded controller or something? Uh yeah, hang on, I can look. I'm trying to figure. Like, I don't. I don't remember. I have a memory of playing through the majority of this game with you, but I can't remember if like really? it was a, if it was a co-op situation or not. Like, because it was the first. It was like the first playthrough. Um, I got the majority of the way w- through uh, the first playthrough with you, um, and you know, never, never actually got it and, and did it myself. Like, I love the atmosphere of the game. That's a really cool, uh, really cool atmosphere of the cave. One to three players. So yeah. Yes, so yeah. You so you can, we played it co-op, and uh, and I'm as as everyone who listens knows. I'm not great at like puzzle platformer games or puzzle games. Mm-hmm. And so like playing it with you was the ideal way to do it because you are <laughs> way better at them than I am. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not, well, I mean, I guess I can't agree with that. That's true. <laughs> I, I was like, well, that sounds pompous, but yeah, that's true. No, that's accurate, Chris. <laughs> that's just truth. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, and again, I mean, so, okay. So not to, I don't want to scare people with this game. So like the puzzles in this, um, no, not are not super complex. Yeah. They're pretty obvious. Like whenever you come into a room, what you need to do is just doing it. There's a couple of them that were pretty kind of hard where you're like, I didn't know where to go. So there, there are some of the characters, like their puzzles take place completely in this like one room. Mm. And then there's some puzzles that take place in these large environments. And because it's a, a side scrolling platformer, you can't see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to remember, well, I, Oh, I saw something like that back up there. Let like me climb up there. Yeah. It's, and so like, if you go back up there and you're wrong, then it's like, well, what in the world, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, but the difficulty of the puzzles, no. once you see all the pieces of them, say you had them all laid out in front of you, you'd pretty easily figure out, oh, you're supposed to do that. Right. Um, it's not like Limbo um, where like you have to die in order to figure out <laughs> what's... It's just trial and error. No, this uh, yeah, isn't yeah. trial and error. It's like, hey, you could... Legi- and I, I, I am fully confident that I would have legitimately been able to do it. I don't even know if you can it, die in this game. I don't know. I, I think I like... I remember. Because I think I remember... There's like at one point there's like a big dragon that like catches you on fire for one of the characters, but I don't. It's the knight. I don't think he dies. I think he just like gets super singed and blackened. <laughs> his his armor just gets yeah. really hot. His, just- yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't remember if there was death in this. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think there was, but because obvi- and obviously, if there was, it wasn't like Limbo, where it's like Limbo's deaths are memorable. All the all the characters were like, and the, this, oh, this. Yeah, let me say one more thing, and I'll be done. Yeah, all the characters were super cool. So like, you have a knight, and you know his 
uh, he can, uh, he has a shield and so he can like kind of do different things with the shield. There are these twins, they're like murderous twins. And so like, and there's a narrator that narrates everything yeah. as you go along and tells their story. Kind of a macabre, uh, <laughs> narrator. Ma- macabre? <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, uh, and it was just a very like, well now the twins, blah, 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 yep. blah. And it's very much a double fine game. Tim Schaefer. Exactly. Double fine. Um, and, uh, like they're so unique that like that's what honestly I love like puzzle platformer games, but if yep. it didn't have such a cool story and such cool characters, I wouldn't have hundred percented it. I would have played through with the first three and then just be done with it. Yeah. But I was like, I have to figure out like I have to play with the rest of these characters, figure out what they're about, figure out their story. It's cool. Very cool, man. Very cool. Well, my pick of the week this week is Star Wars Rebels has released a uh, a trailer for the back half of their season. And there's some interesting things in there. I know, like at the uh, the end of the last season, they were kind of teasing where they were going with some yeah. of this. So if you know, if you are, are not interested in in, uh, in in Star Wars Rebels spoilers for where they're at up to this point, maybe skip forward a little bit. But it's not really that much of a spoiler. But Obi Wan Kenobi, Chris. Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. I mean, so um, the. The beginning's cool where like I, Ezra sees like the the broadcast from um, Revenge of the Sith where right. he's telling people the the Jedi, you know, basically like this is a trap, they're they're killing us, like don't return to the Jedi Temple. And for a minute you just think it's gonna be that and like right. all through until the end and you hear like the Alec Guinness voice it's amazing. of Obi Wan and you see old Obi Wan and you, I th- like they kind of imply that he's gonna fight Darth Maul. I mean, that's where Darth Maul, like, Darth Maul has always wanted uh, revenge mm-hmm. for one thing or another against yeah. Obi-Wan. And so it's, uh, so this, if if they go there and if they kind of come to a conclusion on this story, yeah. um, which one would assume that they would have to before A New Hope happens, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, it's like, well, it's got to happen at some point here. And I, like, my thought is, hey, they're probably going to go ahead and, and do that. Yeah. Um, I hope that this doesn't, just completely uh, throw out the idea of like a live action Obi Wan uh, Kenobi solo film. On the contrary, I was about to say that. Like, I think that this sets it up. Now, you think? Let's, well, let's take a step back for a second. And we'll talk about that in the larger context. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The two big questions coming out of Rebels right now, moving forward, like right now, they are setting up the rebellion. So there's Mon mm. Mothma. Mm-hmm. They're like the building the Rebel fleet. Yep. Um. They there's this comment by Thrawn, or I think uh, maybe one of the other. Imperial um, people. I don't. I think I don't remember who it was. It's either probably Thrawn or his uh, or his assistant. Yeah, uh, says something about this is the first coordinated rebel attack. So now the alliance is you know working together. Mm. The groups are not just acting on their own anymore. Yeah, They're yeah. working together. And so we see Saw Guerrera, and so it's kind of like okay, they've definitely planned this with Rogue One because Rogue One comes out. There's Saw Guerrera, yep. and then and then uh rebels comes out saws in it you see you're seeing like the even more like earlier part of the rebellion than rogue one but it's still like familiar the whole fleet's there uh, right. mon mothma's there it's maybe not quite the quote-unquote alliance there's tie fighter attacks on star destroyers you know yeah. that kind of stuff yeah not necessarily i'm not it's got to be the alliance like i mean, well, I mean this is like the of roots it. of the alliance like they haven't maybe yeah. necessarily started calling it branding themselves as the rebel alliance they're just rebels right right now. right um i think they'll probably i think this will be the start of the alliance it I probably will be yeah, yeah no they're gonna get there um and so in that sometime before we hit rogue one they've got to explain where darth maul and thrawn go 
Yeah. Now there's this big theory out right now uh, on the internet that um, Snoke. This is they, they, people talked about this too, but it wasn't given a lot of stock until now. Snoke could be uh, um, Darth Thrawn Maul or Darth Maul. Mm. But I don't know. But either way, interesting. That's something an, that's happens. an interesting theory, it's and interesting. I wouldn't be disappointed if no. they delivered it the right way, dude. But I, I think that makes him more like. I already think he's one of the best villains. Agreed. And then that would make him... I thought he was him. one of the best villains in episode one whenever he said yeah. like two words yes. and you're like, oh, okay, this is one of the best villains of all time. It's because it's one of the best lightsaber fights. Agreed. <laughs> I think that like takes into this like almost mythical level at that point mm-hmm. if he is Snoke, but mm. that's beside the point. Yeah, complete other So it, unless he is Snoke, we've got to explain, you know, we still got to explain where he goes if he is, but like, we've got to explain what happens to Thrawn and to... Um, uh, Darth Maul. There's a Thrawn book coming out later this year. Is mm. it next month? I don't know. I think it's I sometime this spring. It. Timothy Zahn is doing a Thrawn book. Um, he's the one who wrote the original Zahn or Thrawn trilogy. Yep. And so he's writing this one in the the new expanded universe. That's or cool. You want to call it. Well, it's not really expanded universe anymore. It's, it's the canon. Yep. Um, as they're setting up all this, enters Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh yeah. What if this is me just making things up, John? Okay. This is if if this was Chris's Star Wars universe. What if this is all a big setup to an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie where he battles Thrawn and Darth Maul? Hmm. And like they explain all of this, not within Rebels, hmm. because this feel that feels like too small of a stage to get rid of Thrawn and Darth Maul. It kind of does. I mean, especially based on how many fans each of those characters have, mm-hmm. whether whether you watch the uh, the animated shows or not, yeah. you know, because, I mean, the expanded universe people have all read about Thrawn. Right. And then, you know, you have everybody who is just super dedicated to Darth Maul from episode one. Yep. They have a limited amount of time between Rebels and Rogue One. Right. What if, like, like probably a year, what if the, the next anthology movie that would come out in, what is it, 2000? 19. Yep. Two years from now. Yeah, so we have the uh, we have episode eight, we have Han Solo film, we have episode nine, and then we have yeah. the next anthology film. So they would be able to do one more season of Rebels after this. Mm-hmm. And then we hit an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie where he it's in this time period and deals with both of those. I could totally see that. Villains. I could totally see that, man. And that would be amazing. I would I would love that. Um I hope they do it, man. I really do because it, and and uh, and you have, um, Ian McGregor. Yeah, Ian McGregor uh, talking about how he wants to do it. Oh yeah, how he's the same age as like as uh, like he's literally just being like, hey guys, I want to do this right. because I'm the same age as Alec Guinness would have been, you know, yeah. around this time period, and and so like with him being so into it mm-hmm. and uh, like he's he's an incredible of the prequels. Like he was probably my favorite part. Um, is him as oh, yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi because he really captured that character and uh, and and really like did a great job of portraying a young Alec Guinness. Yeah, and it's just like and took it and made it his own thing. So yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think like honestly, you know, whenever you th- we've talked about this before, I think on the podcast, but whenever you think of Obi Wan Kenobi, I really don't think of the old Obi Wan Kenobi. We've spent way more time both with live action and yeah. cartoon versions it's of E. McGregor. Obi Wan Kenobi. That's, That's true. who I think of as Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, man. like I love Al- you know Alec Guinness. Yeah, all respects. Oh yeah, he's the Absolutely. OG. He is. He's the king. You yeah. know. But my Obi Wan Kenobi is is E McGregor, and uh, 
Yeah, like he's, I mean, he said before he's just sitting, waiting by the phone for a phone call. And I'm like, Disney? Just, just call him. That's <laughs> like, it's like, JJ, Kathleen. Call him. Call him. <laughs> he's right there. He's there. He's by his phone. Do it before he leaves. Oh, man, I love it. Just call him. <laughs> anyway, Chris, I'm excited for the, the back half of the season of Rebels. Yeah. I, uh, I'm pumped about it, man. I am too. 2016, Chris. It's over, John. Right now, we are listening to your favorite song. Our yes. album from 2016. Well, listen to the whole album right the now. The whole thing. Everybody strap in. <laughs> Be ready. We're going to commentary on it all. I like this part. An audio commentary. <laughs> listen to those synthesizers. Boy, isn't that, that, that drum nice? Yeah. This is Higher by The Naked and Famous. Uh, this album... I love this album. This is one of my favorite album of the year. Yeah. As an album, it goes together great. So, like, what happened was uh, The Naked and Famous, they, they had a couple other albums that um, I really liked and I always really liked them. Um, but, like, this is the most cohesive album as a whole. You just listen to it straight through. Yeah. And what's funny is there's two different ways to listen to this album. There's uh, the way that they laid it out on the actual album. Mm. And then along with the release of the, the album, they released uh, a music a lyric video for every single song. Mm, that's cool. And then put it in a playlist on YouTube and it tells the story of these like, you know, kind of jilted star-crossed lovers, you know, that kind of thing. That's cool, man. And uh, they reordered the songs to make sense with the story. That's amazing. Yeah. I need to experience that. I haven't experienced that one. I, l- I love the album. It's cool. Uh, and yeah. it's, it's more of a like subtextual thing. That's cool. It's not like super overt the story. Well, of course. You know what I mean? You know, this is just the soundtrack to the, the story that's going yes. on. And you there's know? lyrics going on with it. But like, it's cool. To, like, I mean, I've, I've watched through it probably three or four times at this point. That's awesome. Um, both while like, I either I watched it straight through one time and I watched it uh, like as a uh, just like while I was going. Like while I was working at home, dude, that's awesome. I'm, um, gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to check that out because uh, because like I, again, I love the album, yeah. And I've listened to the album like straight through numerous times, but it's like it's one of those things that I haven't actually sat down with a like my computer screen or whatever mm-hmm. in front of me with good headphones or anything like that to do it. So. They uh, they almost broke up like for a while. Like it wasn't like a breakup, but it was like they just weren't together. They weren't recording or touring. It wasn't really like a thing. Hmm. And they started uh, uh, because the leads the two lead singers, the guy and the girl, they had dated and they broke up. And that almost broke up the band is the story. And then these are the songs that kind of came. He started writing these songs that came out of this, which it goes back to my whole like thing where I'm like, sometimes some of the best albums come out of just a lot of pain. Yep. And I, I feel like Reliant K's best some, album. Some for, of the best art, yeah. Forget Not Slow Down. Like that's their best album, in my opinion, the most cohesive like album that feels like it's an actual piece that came out of like his uh, breakup with his fiance. And it's like, man, you know, some of this art just like, yep. It, it comes out of a lot of pain, but it's 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 amazing when it happens. Yeah, dude, for sure, for sure. Uh, the similarities between my album is we saw the both of them live. This ah, year. yes, we did. Dr- like directly, like that. We saw uh, Big J Anna right before their album came out, yep. so we heard all the songs live without <laughs> actually knowing that we heard. Right. Them. They're just like, hey, you want to play a new one? Yay! Oh, you want to play another new one? Woo! And we're like, I think we were doing the math on the way back, and we we're like, I think that's enough for an album. And then like literally the next week they were like, Hey, our album's out, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and then we saw uh, naked and famous right, uh, right before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and right after, like, I guess a few months then after, right. uh, after their album had yeah. come out. So yeah, yeah, it was about three months after that album came yeah. out. That came out in the summer, but yeah. Oh man. So, so cool, so man. Good. So cool. All right, Chris. So mm. I, for in preparation yeah. for this talk, I did some, some research as far as what, what movies we have reviewed. Okay. As well as the movies we have a mini reviewed. Mm. 
and uh, and other you know and man I, I like this and then I have like, a lot some, of homework some, some other things like as far as the games that I personally have attached to mm. that played and like that sort of thing yeah um, and then uh, a couple of TV things as well okay. that, that happened this year so starting with Little the comic movies things, John I, I didn't didn't write any of the comic things because we say we talk about comics I know I know we need to talk more about comics then Chris I've I will in 2017 we'll talk <laughs> more resolution. about comics. We're gonna talk more about it comics. Is, it is a resolution. All right, so the movies that we reviewed this year, and again, this is <laughs> seeing as how I quit the comic store. <laughs> I know, this, right? Last year, that was literally a topic last year. <laughs> so. Um, the movies, it's a, it's an extensive list, mm-hmm. but maybe not exhaustive. I may, may have missed one and two, okay. one or two of the many but, reviews. Um, mm. But as far as the reviews, the full-on reviews gone, I got all of these. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Okay. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Yes. Deadpool. Oh, man. Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Captain America Civil War. Mm. X-Men Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. TMNT Out of the Shadows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warcraft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Independence that. Day Resurgence. Oh man! There's a string of crappy ones there for a minute. <laughs> There's about four of them there where you're just like, "Ooh!" Right, it just kind of gets worse and worse. <laughs> Jason Bourne, mm. Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, yeah. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Cool, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, ah. and Assassin's Creed. Nice. The, the movie reviews made up 28.8 percent. What are the mini reviews of our uh, like the full big reviews oh, made yeah. up 28.8 uh, percent of uh, of our main podcast topics hey, this, this year. Is, this is some crazy stats. What else do we talk about? Uh, I, I, th- I thought it would be more. I mean, games and and news and all things. Right, I mean, cool. I, all of those. The movie re- or the mini movie reviews. We uh, we talked about the Huntsman. Mm. Oh we, yeah. We talked about the finest hours. Yep. We talked about the Jungle Book. Okay. We talked about the Nice Guys. Ah. I know, right? Uh, then we talked about Pop Star Never Stop Stopping. <laughs> yes. We talked about Hacksaw Ridge. We talked uh-huh. about Moana uh-huh. and Kubo and the Two Strings. Uh-huh. Okay. Other, uh, so, so Chris, about the movies. Let's just yeah. kind of like t- talk about that for a second. Movies. How do you feel like the year was? Oh, um, well. <laughs> that silence might speak a thousand words. Let, there, well, I can I can approach this. T- I'm going to approach this two different ways. Okay, perfect. First, I'm going to say like we've always talked about how we try not to do comparative reviews, but like Correct. we review them for what they are. You yeah. know, so like I'm not going to compare. You know, like this this uh, Oscar winner. I'm not going to compare Whiplash necessarily to Captain America: Civil War. Right. You know what I mean. Um, but then again, we don't try to cripple the the superhero movies by saying, "Well, the, we just right. give them a pass on everything." Right. Well, yeah. I mean, and and, uh, and and as much as you say that, like nothing exists in a vacuum, and so it's like, but but you always actively try not to compare two different things. Yes. You know. So, I saw less like so what what at least the early reports and like what's nominated for like some Golden Globes and stuff. I saw less like what I would consider Oscar-worthy movies that last right. year than I did the previous year, like when I did in 2015. Yeah. By that point, remember, we had Mad Max. That's right. Was oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and 2015 was a good year for 2015 movies. 2015 was really, really, really good. Um, yeah. There were some cool things. I mean, especially, I mean, The Force Awakens, come on. Yeah. Um, and even, you know, like, there, there were some cool, like, in that list of, like, what we would consider, you know, geek movies. Yep. There were some subpar ones. There were some very subpar ones. Several I mean, subpar ones. we're talking like uh, the ones that come spring immediately to mind. We have like TMNT two out of the shadows yeah. and uh, Warcraft. Yeah. I mean, and then we talk about X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like as far as like from the X Men Independence Day. I mean, yeah, I love Independence it. Day. I loved it. But I was the only one. I know. I know. 
And, and that's how it goes sometimes. Like I liked TMNT a lot more than you did uh, too. Yeah. I and mean, it's just like, you know, but I still, I recognize it. It is what it is, Chris. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, a great movie. No, no. <laughs> uh, you know, so, um, yeah. And that's kind of my, my take on the year. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I mean, I think back about it, I'm like, like uh. Yeah. It's not like I was disappointed. And I think we always talk about, we, or we've referenced this year a few times. And, uh, and the fact that this has come up may be telling as far as like the movies go. That that sometimes you just enjoy like watching like a, a seven, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, for a sure. A seven, seven point five kind of a movie. And uh and, and I feel like that's the kind of year it was. Yeah, you know, it was just like, was. Eh, it's a seven point five yeah. of a What's movie. What's your favorite movie year. out of that group? Out of that group, I mean I would have to say Rogue One. Um, so is that your uh, film of the year? I would say that's probably my film of the year. Coming in like in, I think it's a race for second because Star Wars for me like is, is head and shoulders above almost anything else. So if you're if I'm talking like my top two, um, it'd probably be uh, Star Wars Rogue One, and then the rest of the list would. I mean, if I look back and I think about like what did I have the most fun watching, I, I, Doctor Strange springs to mind, but so mm. does Deadpool. You mm. know, both of those movies are, are were like incredibly fun kind of surprises in in those ways. For me, it's the Nice Guys. Mm. That's the one where I'm like. I still haven't seen that one. Oh my gosh, so good. Uh, that surprised me to no end, and like it's 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 done so well, and uh, it's so well acted. Yeah, and directed. It's in it. Oh man, it's just it's such a good like I own That's it right amazing. now. You know, like the, I've, and I I own several of those. I own you know yeah. Deadpool and X Men and Civil War and stuff like that. But um, if if I was gonna take my favorite out of all those, it's definitely the Nice Guys. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, so I wasn't necessarily thinking of the uh, the mini reviews whenever I was looking at the list, but uh, Moana is there as well. So I would say probably that that was would be up there too mm. with the, with the other other two. Can't have two favorites. John. I know, Chris. Pick so one. I'm gonna pick one. Yeah. It's gonna be Star Wars, uh, Rogue One, and then the second place obviously would, so just, so just would Star be Wars is Moana. your winner. Yeah, Star Wars is your winner. Star Wars is my winner. <laughs> Boom, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> one and i proceed to pick two yeah. mm, mm, that's how that's a numbers work Chris. all right so let's talk about our games our favorite games of the year favorite game experience let's talk about our game experiences first and we can talk about favorite games yeah, yeah. um you, you want to go first the one that springs to mind like from early in the year was quantum break um mm. i played quantum break this yeah. year i think it i mean did it come out this year i don't remember when it was actually released but i played it this year i experienced it and like yeah, the I reason because I, 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 then i gave that to you for your birthday like yeah yeah so it came out so pretty came out early year. in the year or whatever yeah. um so the idea of uh, of of like of that game is like there is a week, I think it may be like a, a maybe just one week where I played that game and mm. watched that show, and mm-hmm. that's all that like that's all the entertainment that I did, mm-hmm. you know, because I would get get done with work and I would like go down and you know sit sit down play, and then at, before the end of the night, I'm like oh I'm done with this level, let me watch the episode of television, and I watch this half hour episode, then go to sleep. So for like I lived and breathed that game for like seven days yeah and it was just or however many episodes of the tv show there are there Mm -hmm. might be a few more a few less yeah but i mean it was like a week of my life there and so like that was such a cool experience yeah the fact that like i was all of the entertainment that i uh that i i consumed was about one thing one property one story over the course of that week and that was a really cool thing for me um so that was probably my the top kind of first thing that sprung to mind whenever i was thinking about this topic other things of note, Chris, Gears of War 4, playing oh, yeah. that through that with you. Oh, um, awesome. here, starting it here at the house and then playing through it there. I also uh, discovered Rocket League singles. Was Rocket League released on Xbox this year? It was released on PlayStation last year, but I think it came to Xbox in January this yeah, year. Yeah, I feel like it was earlier, earlier this year. Um, and so like I discovered discovered my love for that game. It's, that continues. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that, there's that experience. Um, 
Forza Horizon 3, playing that with mm-hmm. uh, with everybody, like racing people, that sort of thing. We mm-hmm. had a group of people that had purchased that game and were playing through it. That was always fun. That's always fun, the community aspect of games, uh, multiplayer games. Um, the Division was this year, Chris. Yep. And that one was released on in March. Mm-hmm. And for about two months there, that's, that's all about we all we did. Yeah, for sure. Which was awesome. It was super it was. fun. Um, and, uh, and, you know... Disney Infinity 3.0 Battlegrounds. We reviewed that this yep. year. Yep. And that was a fun one. That was a f- super fun. It is a super fun experience. I actually got a couple more uh, Disney Infinity figures uh, for Christmas. And so n- none of the Marvel ones, actually, I don't think. But uh, but I got a couple of, of the other ones. And that that's actually the... They're going to turn off the servers in March. So For what? For uh, Disney Infinity. Like, what does so that mean? That just means that you won't be able to download the community-created content. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. I, I haven't uh, downloaded any of it. Yeah, I mean, I've downloaded like two things, and and uh, and they were fun. But again, the, those games, like the uh, any of the the disc-based stuff or any of the uh, DLC-based stuff, that'll all still be available. It's just the the, the community stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, other things on the list. Let me see VR. Tried VR for the first time. We both that did. was awesome. That, that was a great experience. That's an, that was a mind blowing experience of yeah. just like, oh my gosh, there's this other world of gaming that is is going to be the future, uh, and you know, it's just it's it's a different experience. If, if anybody out there hasn't tried VR, try some VR. It's it's really interesting, super fun, man. Yeah. Um, and then let me see Pokemon Go. Oh man, this, Pokemon this, Go was this year. This would be a, a complete disaster of a list if we didn't include pokemon go because it was such a big thing chris yeah for us for the world so amazing (laughs) for the world for the world pokemon go (laughs) i think that's about it Uh, overwatch uh came out this year as well so we you know we've played some of that i i haven't i don't haven't broken down or purchased it yet i feel like the next time it like it's on sale right now and i'm really thinking about buying it yeah um but for I, another four, five days i haven't i haven't pulled the trigger on that one just yet but uh overwatch was super fun there's a couple of free weekends that we played and uh, that was a, a super fun experience um but yeah that's about that's my list man uh what do you have as far as the gaming world goes this year well obviously the division like that was a, a big uh, had a big impact on on my life. Yeah, it was really. I mean, not in a like you know changed my life kind of. No, way, but, not you know like, I mean? a, like a like a. It's a lot of my time away. Yeah, exactly. And, and Destiny is always kind of there in the background while the, oh, yeah. you know while we're describing all this because we kind of just plug in and out of Destiny whenever we want to. Uh, the, the Division for sure. Forza Horizon Three uh, was great. Gears so of War Four. Um, early on this year, I played through the first two Uncharted's. I'd never played Uncharted 1 before. I would say Uncharted 1, mm. like, playing through Uncharted 1 was like, a super cool experience. Um, there's a couple, like, twists and turns in there. You're just like, oh my goodness, this like this takes this game to another level. Yeah. Uh, it starts off, and you're like, I think I know what this is, and then it kind of breaks those expectations, and uh, yeah, it was really good. Uh, still haven't finished 3, and I need to play 4, <laughs> but remember, that was a stretch goal. That was the stretch goal. <laughs> it was stretch goals so obviously rocket league yeah played a lot with that but i think my favorite multiplayer game of the year is overcooked oh really yes just the couch co-op kind of uh hilarious fun aspect of it oh yeah like it's 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 so addictive and i haven't finished it yet uh but it's so addictive and it's just like it's so unique yeah I, like, is there any one like experience within that that you uh, like? Is is it was it playing uh, Thanksgiving? You and me playing at Thanksgiving, or was it you and uh, you and Ike playing, or, or was it? Uh, I think it was probably the the, the four player. Like whenever we were, there were four players right. playing over at uh, um, Aaron Wright's house, he's been on the podcast before, and we were we were playing through that, and like it's just so chaotic. But like some of the levels, in order to three star them, you need four players, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's difficult to do it without. And yeah, that's that's one of my favorite 
multiplayer experiences, or it is my favorite multiplayer experience of the year. Definitely Pokemon Go, like walking around, like that was just such a phenomenon that. I still look back on it. I'm like, did that really happen? I know. Like the videos of people storming through Central Park, like in order yes. to catch a, a rare Pokemon. <laughs> but the thing is, we would have done that too. No, I totally would have been right there with them. You know. I mean, oh I, goodness, it's, it's still on my phone. I never open it anymore. Occasionally, I'll do it and I'll uh, I'll catch something or, or something. I'm also like not that, outside as much anymore, so right. maybe that's part of it too. Yeah, it's freezing cold. That's yeah. Thing, I don't so. go. I like I haven't been running or walking or anything like that. So yeah, it's yeah. like I have no reason <laughs> to open this now. Yeah. Unless, because they also, this is the other thing, they also <laughs> disabled the drive around feature. Like, you can't drive around with it open anymore. I think you have to, I think you have to promise that you're not the one driving. No, they changed oh, that. Oh, they changed it, that? I, I think, oh, no. At least last I checked, like, it didn't even work. Oh, man, that's unfortunate. Because, yeah. like, I would use it on my bike sometimes. Like, I would just, I, in order to, to hatch eggs or whatever, yeah. I, would, I would just, like, ride my bike. Yeah. Interesting, man. Strange. Um, we tried VR for the first time, and then I canceled my VR pre-order. That happened this year. That was, I mean, that was going to, like, next week was the week where I was going to have another Chris's VR update to see if, like, you're more or less likely. But, you know, do you think you're more or less likely to, to, to buy a, a VR know. in 2017? Oh, and in the whole year? I don't know. <laughs> if, I mean, who knows? A lot of things can happen in a year, but, like, I'm not in any hurry to buy a VR unit right now because yeah. Sony hasn't been talking about it. Like, yeah. There's no, as far as I can tell, they're they're not supporting it that much. They didn't mention it at PSX. No, their own event that is to their base. And yeah, you, you would assume, dude, that I would have been disappointed if I, would, I had bought yeah. one. Mm-hmm. And then the PSX happens and they don't talk about it. I would have been. But you're not because you canceled your pre-order. True. So I was Boom. saved the frustration. Yep. Yep. And the money. And the and the like five hundred bucks. <laughs> That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money because like the, literally the only one I really wanted to play was. Batman and Arkham VR. Yeah, I still like, want to play that one. Five hundred dollars for that game is not a good trade-in. Very true. Very true. And then I, I definitely wanted to talk about the uh, the games that I said I was going to play over the weekend. That's right. Inside and Firewatch. Mm. Mm. Going into this year, or going into this, you know, like you know, playing those two games, I totally thought I would come out the other side, and Inside would be my Game of the year. Yeah? Based on how much I love Limbo. Yeah. Limbo is one of my favorite games of all time. Well, also based on a lot of the uh, a lot of the critical buzz around both games. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, to some extent. Because I think I think it was more of a unanimous this game is great with yeah. inside. So are you saying it's it's the other way? Firewatch is my game of the year. What dude. That's shocking to me. So let's talk about inside for a second. Okay. First, um, it's not it's definitely not as hard as Limbo. I'm not, no spoilers here. Yeah. Definitely not as hard as Limbo, but the story isn't as compelling, okay. in my opinion. Like, there's some things that make it compelling. That like, they, there's some things that like, yeah, it's hard to do this without spoiling uh, the end. But like, it, was the, it worth the, it? The, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, okay. I'll, it's definitely worth it. And I'll play through it again. I'll 100 both. I 100 percented um, inside all the time, and I have one achievement to go back out back and get in uh, Firewatch. Okay. So I'll 100% both of them. Um, so I played a lot of them. And, uh, and Inside was, um, it's, I mean, it's a lot of fun. The puzzles are fun. But again, it, like the story, like remember when I was talking about the cave where I'm like, the reason that I really want to go back in and That's play right. all these characters is because of the stories and these characters. And um, even though it's more ambiguous, the story of Limbo is more compelling to me than the story of Inside. Mm. Uh, visually, Inside is like, beautiful like there's some really cool environments really cool mechanics and uh i really like the 
the idea of it. There's just a couple things that if they had done it a different, little differently, or like the Indian, if they'd done the Indian differently, um, I feel like it ends in a good spot, but it takes a, yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. You know, like, so I, it left you, it left you at a, like an 80% satisfaction of the Indian. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Whereas like the Indian of Limbo, just like ramps, 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 ramps through the roof. Right. And then like, it's the end. Yeah. And so, so then comparing, or not necessarily comparing them to each other, but switching over to like Firewatch. Yeah. What was so like, what, what sold you about Firewatch more so than Firewatch than is other? basically like, you know, what's what we'd call a walking simulator, but it's a lot more um, open world than a lot of other walking simulators like Gone Home or something like that. And there's a lot more freedom of choice. Yeah. You can literally tackle anything you want to at any time, not in terms of objectives in the story, mm-hmm. but like if I wanted to go explore an area... I could just go and explore an area. Interesting. So it's like all open to you from the beginning? Yeah, or is uh, it... Not all of it. Like there's some some parts that you don't get to till later okay. um, on in the story. And it makes sense within like why. Uh, but like you get handed a, a map, like you, you put in this watchtower and it like the, honestly, like the very beginning of the game sets up, you know, why you're there and who you are as a person kind of, and like lets you make choices Right off the bat, like there's conversation choices um, throughout the game, but like right off the bat, there's choices that and kind of like lets you immediately identify with this character. Mm. The voice acting is incredible. Like it's you and this this other um, person in a in a watchtower who are conversing back and forth for uh, for the game, and um, you you really get to know like each other and like your own voice and her voice. It's like super cool. That's cool. Um, the, the art, uh, apparently I was doing some research afterwards. Like I was like, man, who did the, who did the art for this? Ollie Moss, right? It was Ollie Moss. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he did the, uh, the art for it and they animated it and it was super, super cool. Um, it's beautiful. Like, and they, they, you, you basically like play different days, but it's also like different times of the day when you'll Mm. jump in. And so like, here's sunset or here's nighttime or here's like, and then that's cool. The, the weather or, um, days will time of day will change as you progress through some of them. And, uh, it's just really cool the way that works. Um, trying to think it was like, I love, I love, there's a lot of like Easter egg things that you just kind of find or happen upon. Yeah. And I love that kind of stuff. It's just like very environmental. It's a natural way to play. Like it's one of those games that like immediately whenever I start playing, there's some games like, you know, Call of Duty or something like that. I'll look at like the achievement list. I'm like, well, what can I get and knock out? But this game, like I'm just like, I don't want to even be like looking for things. Mm-hmm. I want to just like happen upon them naturally how they're supposed to occur. And uh, that was really cool. There's, I mean, there's only one I missed. Um, that, but that's when like good done. game design, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, and I also like went out of my way to explore everything because I wanted to. Like, you don't have to explore everything if you don't want to. You could yep. rush from point A to point B, like through the whole story. Because it took me. Hang on, hang on, let me look. It took me five hours to play the game. Nice. And uh, like I've heard of people getting through it in three. Okay, know, so people so. are just in the kind of rushing or anything like that. I usually, like, with the, those types of games, I don't really, like, do it. I don't play it that way. I just kind of play it how it happens, and right. whatever happens, happens, which is great. But, yeah, like, that's my that's my game of the year. That's like, awesome. Oh, man, so good. Uh, like, I think there's some of the, the criticisms, like, that I heard of the game stopped me from buying it right away. Uh, and it was, like, you know, like, a lot of people were dissatisfied with the ending, but I love the ending. Like, yeah. there's a lot of different... Like, I've, I've thought about it a lot since since I finished it and I'm like, 
I really like it. Like yeah. there's there's I see I can see like I understand the criticisms of of it, but I'm like well, just like you can understand the criticisms of 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 great movies if you don't like an ending of a movie or something yeah. like that. You know, there's but if it's a great movie, then it's like well. It is if it connects with you. It is what it is. So. Yeah, and this really connected with me, and that's the thing. Like, it it felt more like a, a novel, like than any other game I've ever played. Uh, in the storytelling and the the things that happened, like this, everything that happened, I'm like, I feel like I would read about this. Like, if this were a novel, I would, mm. I would read about this in a novel. Yeah, and probably get the same feeling. Like, it made me laugh. It made me super sad sometimes. It made me super scared sometimes. Yeah, like it's. It, it, you run the gamut of emotions with this game. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's I awesome. give it. I'm gonna rate it. Oh, do it, do it. <laughs> rate both of them. Rate inside and this. Inside, I'm gonna give a man. That's hard. Thinking, think, think, think. I want to say. <laughs> I want to say nine. Okay. So I'm gonna say nine. Okay. But I feel like it might be closer to like a seven, uh, eight point five. Okay. Maybe so. I'm gonna eight point seven five. Okay, done, Chris. Done. That's inside. Uh, man, nine point five for yeah. uh, for Firewatch. That's good, man. That's that's really yeah. high. That's yeah. good. That's awesome. I'm excited to play both of them. I'm gonna go back nine. You're it's gonna a go- nine and a nine point five. Okay, nine and nine, a nine, 9, 9, 9 for inside. Okay, nine point five for Firewatch. I like it. I like it, man. Uh, so as far as that goes, like, is it was it a uh, expectation thing with the inside? Like, it was it like, oh, you expected no. a lot. That sort of thing. So favorite thing about both games. The story is my favorite thing about Firewatch. Okay. The puzzles are my favorite thing about Inside. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. They weren't too hard. Like, this is a game you could play. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And, and I probably will because uh, I've heard so much about it. Like, Fultron has been raving about it for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, and that sort of thing. Um, last thing I did want to mention in the 2016 kind of review here, TV. Mm. And both of mine, surprisingly... Netflix things. Oh, I watched all of the Marvel Netflix shows, uh-huh. but then the big one, yeah, Stranger Things. That's mine as well. I I was thinking about that on the way here. I'm like, yep, I'm gonna have to. It's like no contest. No, nothing even comes close. No, no, no TV comes close to it. No. Like I don't care if you're talking like any of the television that's out, like primetime, whatever. It is literally the best thing that happened this year and last year. Ah. <laughs> Yes, it's and gonna go prob- back in time and be my favorite television show of 2015 and too. in 2017. <laughs> Well, it no, might be. I don't know. When does season d- d- two launch? I don't def- know. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, yeah, probably. It'll be later this year. But yeah, for sure. Like, Stranger Things is the best thing yeah. that happened on television. Well, and uh, there's some cool things, like, especially we, we talked, I talked a lot about, like, the uh, um, the Battle of the Bastards yeah. episode of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And, like, that was amazing. But, man, Stranger Things yeah. blows everything out of the water. Yeah, I was about to say, it's not because, like, TV has been less exciting or less enjoyable yeah. this year. It's just that Stranger Things is just that much better than everything else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, Didi actually gave me for our anniversary? Everything runs together. Yeah. Because it's, like, Christmas. Well, your anniversary is, like, a day after the new year. Yeah, so it goes Christmas, it goes my birthday's on Christmas, <laughs> and then... Our anniversary is on the second, so we I'm gotta like, start getting you some holidays in the summer, bro. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't. I don't have anything to celebrate besides yours, your birthday, and then that's it. But I like, I, you know, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, so at some point she gave me uh, glow in the dark special edition vinyl 
um, set of Stranger Things Volume 1 and oh, 2. That, dude, that's so cool. Yes. They oh, glow in amazing. the dark, dude. I've never had any glow in the dark vinyl. I had a mix records. the other day where like they were uh they had some like ARP synths and stuff like that, and I was like, Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> um I'll I'll go out and say like I could I could I could probably make a comic call here. So uh for Christmas I got Darwin Cook's collection of all his Batman That's right. Um comics. And um I, I'm gonna just say like, so he died this year. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, um, from cancer, and um, he's that's not my pick of the week. The fact that he died, <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm super thankful that we had him as an artist. Yeah. And I think that his work and body of work should be celebrated. Yeah. Dude. And because I love him as an artist, I have for years. Yeah. Um, and I'm super super pumped to read through this. And there's a like art of the art of Darwin Cook, um, hardback book out right now that dc comics has out that i want to pick up but um love darwin cook man and uh sad to see him go um but yeah like but dude like even love like his I, stuff i think about whenever we got back into comics you yeah. know um like years ago at this point but it was yeah. like whenever we got back like his his runs of things like it was like that was some of the first things that we kind yeah. of dug into um, and really enjoyed, like with the uh, the Justice League, the New Frontier kind yep. of thing. And so you have you have so many different uh, moments where I'm like, I if you reach for a Darwin Cook, uh, it's it's gonna be beautiful. Yeah, it's gonna be beautiful, and you're not gonna be disappointed, right? Um, with with the art or the story most of the time. Yeah. And uh, there was a variant Flash cover that I really wish I had. It ooh. was a it was a, a current like I think it was within the last year or so, and uh, and it was a Flash versus the Reverse Flash, and I really want that variant cover. I'm, I need to see if yeah, I can you find should it. try to find it. Uh, I'm sure it's gone up in price. Oh, I'm sure. The uh, w- one of the first things we did on the podcast was review before Watchmen. And he, mm-hmm. didn't he write one? Of, he, no, he did the art for one of he those. He did the art for one of those. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. And that was like, man, yeah, the you're Minutemen. right. That was, uh, that was like the fifth episode, like up one through five or something like that. They were split up strange. We were doing it a little bit differently in the first 10 episodes or so. Yeah. Well, I feel like it, we could look back. I'm going to look back right now. We could. Okay. It'll happen, Chris. Well, did you did you have any like cool comic stuff this year? Um, as far as like comics go, like I, I've been more on the graphic novel thing, and so it's nothing. Well, that's that what really, I mean. I mean, that's that's it, what I mean. Right, right, right. Um, so like I, I've uh, the the Gotham Academy. I think that's probably like it's been you know I've got volume two this year. Very good there. Um, and uh, and and there's been a few like um more indie things but it's like again i'm right there with you where it's like i'm not quite as as deep into the current comics uh world as i as i have been in the past but i would say like as far as i pick um probably the gotham academy run and the they changed the creators after volume one and volume two of the graphic novels and so i haven't picked up volume three just yet because again the creators changed and i'm not sure where like if they would take the story to a, a different different area but um those two very good runs uh, did we for, not review these on the podcast Ah, uh, the the before Watchmen. Oh, here it is. It's, it was like episode twenty six. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's a way later than, than I thought, thought it'd be. Yeah, it's October seventeenth, two thousand thirteen. We're going back in time. It's insane. That doesn't seem like that's long, that long ago. I mean, if we started the podcast, we're coming up on two hundred. <sighs> oh, man, it's one ninety one this week. That's insane. Episode one ninety one, man. Palindrome. It is a palindrome. That's crazy, dude. I, so yeah. So those are our picks. Is there anything else that we haven't covered as far as entertainment goes? I don't think so. I don't think so, man. um, Yeah, those are my favorite things. To recap, my favorite movie of the year, The Nice Guys. Mm -hmm. Favorite game of the year, Firewatch. Mm -hmm. Favorite television show of the year, 
Stranger Things. Mm. Favorite comics of the year are the 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 newer releases of Darwin Cook's collected works. Ah. So to recap for me, it would be favorite movie of the year. The more I think about it, the more I'm tied between the two. You gotta Chris. decide, John. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about switching it now. You gotta decide. Oh my goodness, Chris. <laughs> Stop this. All right, so I'll, I'll decide definitively. You should just stick with your gut feeling. The gut feeling, the first gut feeling is always right. So the first gut feeling that I had is because I was like including, I was only including the full reviews. Oh, the that first doesn't time. make any sense. And so now if I include all of them, yeah. I'm thinking, so my first gut feeling, gut instinct, is to, uh, it, like right now, is to give it to Moana. Okay, so fine, it's Moana. Moana. Just completely switched, Chris. Uh, and then my favorite game experience of this year for me personally, yeah. not necessarily the best game, what I view as the best game, yeah. but my favorite experience, Quantum Break, because mm. of that that whole awesome week. Yeah. And then uh, then television, obviously Stranger well, Things. Was it your game of the year, though? I, no, it's, it's not game experience of the year, game of the oh, year. So game of the year, I would give to... <laughs> so many... Man, I don't know. It's, see, that's a hard one too, because it's like I, I think it would probably be Forza Horizon Three, because it was just like I just love that yes. game a lot. All right, I like that. That's a good pick. Um, and but like, and it's just the best game. Yeah. And then TV, obviously, Stranger Things, mm-hmm. comics, gonna go with uh, the Gotham Academy Volume awesome. Two. Cool. Well, it's a new year, John. Yeah. We can forget about all that garbage we just <laughs> yeah. talked about. It's all gone, man. We don't ever wipe we, the board clean. Never gonna play it again, watch it again, see it again, read it again. This is all true. So it's 2017. We're going to go in next week, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about 2017 and all the things there are to do. There's a lot of games, movies. We will definitely cover comics because we have been neglecting it, it as is, of late. It is our resolution. The Stay on Target and resolution. Television. Yeah. Cover more comics. I feel like the thing that's going to take the hit is television. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at chrisright 250 and John Wright 777 and at Stay on Pod. Please go to your podcast servers of choice and review us. Tell your friends about us. Promote us in any way possible. We yep. love you for it. Yep. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on Target. Target.